Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year again. Thanksgiving turkey is on the table. That means it's time for Survivor Series. And with war games happening this year, we know we're going to get some shocking moments. Let's look back at the most shocking moments in the history of Survivor Series. Number 10, Survivor Series 2002, Shawn Michaels in the Elimination Chamber. We start off with the first ever Elimination Chamber, which was at Survivor Series 2002, a creation of a demonic structure in the mind of the evil Raw General Manager Eric Bischoff in his bid to eclipse Stephanie McMahon's SmackDown. The main focus heading into the match was a feud between the World Heavyweight Champion Triple H and his former best friend Shawn Michaels. Their failed DX reunion led to a big SummerSlam street fight that got Shawn Michaels out of retirement and back into the second run of his WWE career. This match was also prompted by a brutal sledgehammer attack. At Survivor Series 2002, the game walked in champion with Shawn Michaels looking for revenge. The other superstars that rounded out the competition were RVD, Kane, Booker T, and Chris Jericho. Michaels was left a bloody mess by Jericho and the game, but the showstopper caught a lucky break when Triple H and Jericho turned on each other. Triple H didn't relent and sent Michaels crashing through one of the pods. It all looked over for the showstopper, but he won the momentous match with a super kick reversing out of a pedigree prompting Jim Ross to scream on commentary, I don't believe it, in one of the greatest feel-good moments in WWE history. Number 9, The Shield Debuts, Survivor Series 2012. The debut of one of the greatest factions in WWE history was quite shocking in Indianapolis back in 2012. These three members would go on to become three of the biggest world champions of the following decade. The Shield made their shocking debut at Survivor Series, rushing through the crowd, making a beeline to the ring and interrupting a triple threat match between CM Punk, John Cena, and Ryback. The trio of Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins went after Ryback, powerbombing him through the announce table and then helping CM Punk pin John Cena to retain the WWE Championship. It was only later that we learned the three men were in cahoots with Punk, but at the time, the crowd were just completely shocked. Since their debut at the Survivor Series, the trio have gone on to become easily one of the biggest factions of all time. Number eight, The Rock turns heel and goes corporate. Survivor Series, 1998. By the time 1998 rolled around, The Rock was being cheered by fans, despite being a villainous heel for most of his WWE career up until that point. WWE turned the great one babyface, and the move turned out to be a huge success. Heading into the Deadly Games tournament at Survivor Series that year as a fan favorite, The Rock felt like someone who could actually win the whole thing. The Rock and Mankind reached the finals, with The Rock trapping Mankind in a sharpshooter at one point. The bell then rang. What? A screw job despite Mankind never tapping out? In a recreation of the Montreal Screwjob, Vince McMahon insisted that the timekeeper ring the bell. The world was shocked to then find out that The Rock had turned heel and aligned himself with Mr. McMahon and the corporation. <sighs> My eyebrow is no longer raised. Number 7. Worst Surprise Ever? Survivor Series 1990. Next up is one of the worst reveals, the worst surprise 
history of WWE. One that fans are still talking about as a dumpster fire in wrestling history to this day. The story starts with an egg at ringside, which started to appear in the weeks leading up to Survivor Series 1990. What's inside the egg? WWE continued to build up the hype as we got closer to the event, but there was no chance they would ever live up to the hype when the egg shell finally started to crack. With Mean Gene Okerson asking what's inside, out came the gobbledygooker, someone dressed up like a turkey. It was actually Hector Guerrero under the costume. The legendary announcer, Mean Gene, was actually sent to the ring to dance with the gooker. But the fans in attendance were having none of it and immediately started to boo. How bad was this idea? It's pretty bad, so much so that the gobbledygooker has just become a, you know, gobbledy punchline at this point. Even WWE's own website described the gobbledygooker as one of the most disappointing personas in WWE history. Number 6. Stone Cold Hit and Run Survivor Series 1999 In 99, Stone Cold Steve Austin was still one of the most popular figures in pro wrestling. He had a world title shot at that year's Survivor Series in a triple threat match against Triple H and The Rock, but behind the scenes, Austin was hurt and needed a surgery. The decision was made to write him off television so he could go and have that surgery and recoup and come back. Triple H and Austin were brawling backstage at Survivor Series, which led to Stone Cold chasing the game into the parking lot. Austin entered the parking lot but lost eye contact with the game, and out of nowhere, a black sedan car hit him. No one saw it coming, and it led to him being replaced in the main event by The Big Show with a Who Ran Over Stone Cold storyline playing out in the months that followed. It was eventually revealed that Rikishi did it. He did it for The Rock. Number 5. The Undertaker stuns Hulk Hogan to win the WWE Championship. Survivor Series 1991. Younger fans may not remember this, but back in the 80s and early 90s, the Hulkster didn't really lose that often. He was facing a stiff test at Survivor Series 91 in the form of a young, rising, dead person, The Undertaker. But most fans expected the Phenom to be the latest person to be stacked on the pile of people that ate the big boot and the leg drop, brother. Let's not forget that the Hulkster was in the middle of a dominant title reign, and this was still just a year off from The Undertaker's debut at the previous year's Survivor Series. Near the end of the match, Taker hit the tombstone, but Hogan hulked up immediately and seemed like the match was just going to be business as usual. The Taker persevered, and Ric Flair woo, eventually came out, placing a steel chair on the mat so that Taker could hit Hogan with yet another tombstone on it. That was enough to put the Hulkster away and bring Taker his first WWE Championship. Number 4. Paul Heyman Turns on Brock Lesnar Survivor Series 2002 Since his debut in 2002, Brock brutalized any opponent that got in front of him, going on to win the WWE Championship in his debut year from The Rock at Survivor Series. Heading into Survivor Series that year, the next big thing got into a feud with The Big Show and had his advocate, Paul Heyman, worried. Heyman tried to get Brock to call off the match, but the champ wasn't having it. He wasn't backing down. In a truly shocking turn of events, while Lesnar had show beaten following an F5, Paul Heyman ended up turning on Brock Lesnar. 
He knocked out the referee following Big Show to the win with a choke slam, distracting Lesnar and having him planted on a steel chair, picking up the win and winning the WWE Championship. Number three, Goldberg's Shocker with Brock Lesnar in 2016. Heading into the 2016 Survivor Series, there wasn't much hype between the match of Brock Lesnar and the returning Goldberg. Some fans remember the stinker they put on in 2004 with Goldberg leaving the WWE and Lesnar leaving the WWE and everyone just feeling like they needed to leave the match. 12 years later, their first WWE match back together was a completely different story. The match ended up being something that no one expected, a squash. Goldberg absolutely destroyed the Beast Incarnate in just a few minutes. A spear, a jackhammer, and it was all over in a minute and 26 seconds. Fans were totally shocked at how it all went down. Not many were expecting Goldberg to even win the match, just come out and have a good showing, let alone destroy the Beast. It's easily one of the most shocking squash matches in WWE history. Number two, the icon arrives. Survivor Series 2014. At the Survivor Series of 2014, it featured a blockbuster main event, a five-on-five -five elimination match between Team Cena and Team Authority, with a lot on the line. The Authority's power was on the line. Things were looking pretty bleak for Team Cena. John Cena himself eliminated the Big Show, walking out on the team, leaving only Dolph Ziggler with three to one odds against him. Ziggler fought on valiantly, and the game stepped in himself to hit Ziggler with a pedigree. He even had the referee Scott Armstrong come out to make the pin. However, the lights went out, and it led to one of the most surreal moments in the history of Survivor Series as it was the icon, the legend, the man called Sting, who finally appeared in WWE for the first time. Sting took out Armstrong and then the game before helping Dolph Ziggler get the win. Number one, the Montreal Screwjob Survivor Series 1997. We all knew it had to be number one, didn't we? One of the most controversial moments in the history of pro wrestling, the Montreal Screwjob changed everything. The year was 1997. Bret Hart was about to jump ship to WCW, but he was also the then WWE champion, and he was refusing to drop the title to his arch nemesis, both in and out of the ring, Shawn Michaels, on his way out the door. Vince McMahon wanted Bret Hart to drop the title to the showstopper at Survivor Series, which was taking place in Bret Hart's home country of Canada. Brett refused to drop the title in his homeland, opting rather for a disqualification finish to end the show and him relinquishing the title the following night on Monday Night Raw. Secretly, Vince McMahon held backstage meetings ahead of Survivor Series to figure out what to do about this situation. He didn't want another scene like Medusa had where she dropped the WWE Women's Championship in the trash on WCW television. Shawn Michaels and Triple H convinced McMahon to go through a different kind of finish one that would live in infamy. What went down was Brett locked in a sharpshooter by Shawn Michaels during the match when referee Earl Hebner rang the bell, despite Bret Hart not tapping out. Brett was visibly pissed off and even spat on Mr. McMahon on live TV. Backstage, Michaels flatly refused to admit that he had any idea what was happening in front of the documentary cameras that were oddly enough rolling for the Wrestling With Shadows film. 
While Hebner himself ran out of the ring as soon as the match ended, Bret Hart ended up striking Vince McMahon in the face backstage, one of his last acts in the company before joining WCW. I wouldn't wish what I'd gone through on anyone, my worst enemy, let alone my best friend. Pro wrestlers are required to be in incredible shape, travel constantly, and take a lot of physical risks daily. However, some wrestlers have fought even bigger battles in their lives as they came close to dying. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and here are five wrestlers who have had a near-death experience. Jerry Lawler suffers a cardiac arrest on Raw. One of the scariest moments in WWE history happened on the September 10th, 2012 edition of Raw. Fan favorite, former WWE commentator Jerry the King Lawler suffered a sudden cardiac arrest on the episode while he was commentating live on television. Lawler recalled the incident on the Johnny Dare morning show in September of 22. He revealed that the cardiac arrest probably happened due to the match he was a part of on Raw that night. He and Randy Orton had defeated CM Punk and Dolph Ziggler in a tag match shortly before Lawler suffered the arrest. He said that the 10 consecutive elbows he received from Ziggler might have triggered his condition. Lawler said that the presence of the doctor on call at ringside who gave him CPR saved his life and, and you won't believe he is still wrestling to this day after what had happened. Long live the king. Alexa Bliss's eating disorder. Alexa Bliss is one of the most successful superstars in the WWE women's division. With looks to kill and an unshakable tenacity, it's hard to believe that the goddess didn't have her confidence once. It's true, for many years, Alexa suffered from a crippling eating disorder. What's even worse is that it almost claimed her life at one point. In an interview with Sports Illustrated in 2020, Bliss revealed the grim details of how when she was 15 years old, her weight shrunk to 80 pounds, her heart rate dipped to 28 beats per minute, and she had to be rushed to the hospital. Quote, I wasn't allowed to go to sleep. They thought I'd die if I did, she added. However, the goddess didn't let the disease defeat her. She rose gloriously and eventually became a five-time WWE Women's Champion. The Undertaker was almost burnt alive. Mark Calloway, a.k.a. The Undertaker, has survived being buried alive on television, but on the night of Elimination Chamber in 2010, the Phenom had a real brush with death. While making his iconic entrance as the World Heavyweight Champion to defend his title in the chamber, the dead man faced a major pyro mishap. The pyrotechnics used in his entrance ended up engulfing him in flames. As a result, Undertaker suffered second and third degree burns. Appearing on the Broken Skull Sessions with Steve Austin, the Phenom called that choosing a duster style jacket instead of a sleeveless one saved him a lot of damage quote if i hadn't switched jackets my arm would have been completely exposed it could have been far worse the dead man further revealed on the show that he was furious at the person responsible for the pyro mishap and wanted him fired unbelievably he still competed in the match while having burns all over his body and that's true grit rick flair survives a plane crash Ric Flair has left an unforgettable legacy with his magnificent career in the wrestling industry. It's hard to believe that his Hall of Fame career could have had a very tragic and abrupt ending. On October 4th of 1975, the Nature Boy was on a plane flying over North Carolina when the worst had happened. The plane ran out of fuel and went down rapidly until it crashed into an orchard. Flair appeared on the Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson podcast in May of 2022 and revealed, quote, there was an airplane crash and it, it killed the pilot and two other guys were paralyzed. I broke my back in three places. While I was putting myself back together, I didn't know if I was going to be able to wrestle again. Flair, who was just 26 at the time of the crash, miraculously survived and went on to become one of the all-time greats in the wrestling industry. Shane McMahon survives a helicopter crash. 
Shane McMahon might be the definition of indestructible when it comes to WWE. The man has jumped off cells and stages and has put himself through hell to entertain the fans. However, in real life, he defied death when he unbelievably survived a helicopter crash. On July 19th of 2019, Shane McMahon was on a helicopter ride accompanied by the pilot on an R44 chopper when suddenly they heard a loud noise. McMahon said at a press conference after the incident, quote, you hear a bang and then you start to say, we're going to do an emergency landing in the water. Yes, it was very unnerving. The helicopter landed in the water off of Gilgo Beach in New York, and two lifeguards raced out in kayaks to retrieve McMahon and the pilot. Thankfully, all involved, including Shane, came out without any injuries. Result, Undertaker suffered second and third degree burns. Appearing Ray Jr., a man of his word, he's going to take the mask off. The mask, a symbol of pride and power in professional wrestling for those that don it, concealing your identity to the wrestling world and allowing you to leave the ring with it. For some, though, it was taken from them, unmasked by accident or by force. I'm Kevin, and here are five shocking unmaskings of WWE superstars. Number five, Sin Cara. One of the biggest additions to the main roster in 2011 was by far Sin Cara, a big acquisition from Mexico's Lucha Libre world, the expectations were high for him, only for him not to reach the main event, have a bunch of injuries, some backstage problems, and some well-documented botches in the ring. He simply never clicked as some had hoped, while still trying to get the character over with the WWE universe. That was a phrase back then. Sin Cara in turquoise, Sin Cara Azul, took on a darker-colored Sin Cara, a doppelganger, an evil Sin Cara, cute that meme where the two Spider-Men point at each other. On a 2012 match on SmackDown, they faced each other in a mask versus match affair, and the valiant superhero Sin Cara won the day, sending the other one unmasked, but we really didn't see it because they had those weird, annoying Sin Cara lights around the ring. Yeah, it was Sin Cara. It didn't get that far. Number four, Kalisto. In November of 2015, Seth Rollins suffered an injury and had to drop the WWE World Championship. This led to a tournament to crown a new champion, enter Kalisto facing United States champion Alberto Rio in the quarterfinals. The match went smoothly until something happened on the top rope. Del Rio sent Kalisto up there, and when he accidentally ripped the mask off, uh, no, Del Rio, you had to stop unmasking people. The luchador was unmasked for a short time on camera, and they got a glimpse of it, revealing his face. However, Del Rio seemingly helped Kalisto put his mask back on. The match went on for a while and the former WWE Champion won the bout to advance in the tournament. This started a feud between the two weeks later that ended with Kalisto dethroning Del Rio for the United States Championship in January of 2016. Ironically, Del Rio himself wore a mask prior to his time in WWE as Dos Caras. Number three, Gran Metalik. Just like all luchadors, he wished to protect his identity, but things went south for him when he challenged the then WWE Cruiserweight Champion Neville in a September 2017 match. While outside of the ring, the king of the Cruiserweights went a little bit too far, tearing at Metalik's mask, which revealed the luchador's face on camera. It's not supposed to reveal on camera, Pac or Neville, whoever you are. Metalik tried to conceal his face, 
and fight back, but the mask was already torn. He wrestled the rest of the match with the torn mask, but he put on a good fight against Neville. However, he didn't win the Cruiserweight Championship. Number two. Kane. Known to the people of Knoxville County as their mayor, Glenn Jacobs is known to wrestling fans as Kane, a masked and sometimes not masked menace of the WWE who entered the WWE Hall of Fame. Of course, in the early part of his career, that mask was very protected until 2003. Kane chasing the WWE Championship against the then villainous Triple H who held the title had to put on his mask to potentially win the title and a packed Madison Square Garden. This was 03 Triple H, so Evolution was in tow and deeply involved in the match, where Kane unfortunately simply couldn't get past the game. In a losing effort, Kane fought hard. Raw GM came out and said, I'm back. But Big Red Machine, you better stick to your word and unmask. An extra beatdown from Evolution was added on. Rob Van Dam, Kane's tag team partner, hit the ring. But Kane still had to unmask, and when he did, he, for some reason, turned on RVD. Cue the pyro and Kane's evil again. Do you like Kane with the mask or without the mask? Number one. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is arguably the most famous mass wrestler of all time. Moreover, his respect for his roots and the history and culture of Lucha Libre has also played into his babyface character. There is no more important mask in pro wrestling than that of Rey Mysterio. However, he faced the ultimate insult back in 1997 on an episode of WCW Nitro as he battled the Iceman, Dean Malenko. The shocking part that came to this was at the hands of Mysterio's real-life friend, Eddie Guerrero. Guerrero and Mysterio had a legendary rivalry in both WCW and WWE, and Guerrero kept the heat on, see, heat, by interrupting Ray's match and pulling the mask off him, costing Mysterio the victory. The sly heel seemed to be very satisfied after his stunt. Guerrero mocked Ray by flashing his mask at the camera, saying, Missing something! No matter how heated the rivalry got in the years ahead, behind the scenes, Ray and Eddie remained close friends. 